But you who, good morning, good morning to everybody or afternoon or evening whenever you listen to this. Um, today is really a beautiful day to be alive. Um, I, and I had to, I had to kind of redo myself, re- relaunch myself this morning because I did this podcast already one time and unfortunately it wouldn't, it refused to upload. So I was a little upset and I had to go listen to some music and, you know, and, and, and move and dance a little bit to get myself back to a good state of mind. You know what I mean? This, cause stuff happens. Let's face it. Anyway. So today let's do part two of the recipe for disease. Um, and that's drugs. What do drugs have to do with it? Let me count the ways that you should be aware of. Um, part of what so many of us see as normal, as normal, is using drug prescription and lots of over-the-counter stuff, assuming it's safe. And even if we read the side effects, we still turn turn a blind eye, assuming that if stuff was really dangerous, it wouldn't be on the shelves, right? No, it's not. That's not right at all. The truth is that all drugs are toxins and stress out the liver as it tries to filter them out. So I'm going to go over a few of these and just to kind of give you food for thought. Um, let's let's start with an easy one. We all know about antibiotics, right? Because and 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 sometimes we really do need them, but they're overused and drastically, and they kill all bacteria, the good and the bad. So it totally puts the body in a pickle, and um, because. We have millions of those that live in our gut, which is where most of the immune system is, right? So when they're out of balance, all kinds of things happen. And one of them is that you become, your dog, become more susceptible to other problems because because their immune system has been, you know, cut off at the knees. And then you have to re, you know, we use probiotics to, to fix that, but... Uh, studies have shown, first of all, that they did a six-year study on people, of course, um, may have been longer, but I, anyway, the results were in six years um, after taking antibiotics that not all of those good bacteria came back. Some never came back, but it took six years to actually have a good working microbiome again. So that's... That wasn't very well said because I don't have it written down, but I'm trying to give give you the basics here, you know. Um, anyway, and as far as probiotics go, don't ever give them when you're giving antibiotics because the antibiotics kill them. You have to wait until after the antibiotics are done and then give them probiotics religiously. Um, I do it all the time anyway, just because they're really good. So hopefully you will too. Um, I think that's really all we need to say about antibiotics. Um, the next one is anti-inflammatories. Um, anti-inflammatories are used and there's over-the-counter ones and there's prescription ones. And the point is that all drugs either suppress an action or stimulate an action. And what anti-inflammatories and steroids do is they suppress an action. They keep the body from from being inflamed. But there's some side effects of that. And so I want to tell you about uh, one of my favorite, meaning my most hated for dogs, is Rimadyl. 
And I've had so many people come to me whose dogs are on Rimadale and they don't understand why their dog's not doing well. Um, here's, I want to give you a little bit of history because I think it's super interesting about how big business works. Okay, uh, back in 1988, Roche Laboratories got FDA approval to market Rimadil, um, which is generically, what is it, um, carprofen? I don't even know how to say it, but C-A-R-P-R-O-F-E-N. And that was for people. But the market was so crowded with other drugs, um, and there was some concern about unusual liver function readings with people. Uh Uh-oh. So after spending a huge amount of money developing this drug, um, they didn't want to just throw it, throw it away, right? So as a new plan, in 1997, 11 years later, nine years later, yeah, nine, um, they marketed it in the pet drug category because it was an estimated $3 billion market worldwide back then. And it became one of their best sellers. Bad drug reaction complaints to the FDA doubled the year it came out. Vets were told to give patient owners a list of side effects, but a lot of them didn't and still don't. Um, commercials for Rimadel, do you remember there used to be commercials? Uh, were eventually dropped because they were told they had to list death as one of the side effects. And, of course, no one wants to say that, so they stopped. But it's still very popular, and I wanted to tell you a couple of the side effects of Remedil. So this is, I just drastically shortened it and jotted it down so I'd remember to tell you. Liver disease, anemia, low platelet count, skin diseases, seizures, paralysis, unsteadiness, hyperactivity, aggression, depression, or sedation, and death. Yeah, okay, so great, so our dog isn't swollen, they just die. yeah, I know it's sounding really not like that. But I just hate that. I just I hate how we get kind of um, a false sense of security using drugs. So um, what would you... Okay, let's move on to antifungals. I don't use antifungals. I, so I just looked up a few uh, antifungals for dogs on the internet. And the one I came up with, of course, is one that I can't pronounce. It's Kitta... Conazole. <laughs> oh God, I can't even say it. K-E-T-O-C-O-N-A-Z-O-L-E. Um, it's not FDA approved, by the way, but you can find it on uh, dog quote health websites. So let's just go over uh, and let's go over some of the uh, the side effects: vomiting, diarrhea, lack of appetite, eye cataracts, depression, lethargy. Affects the liver, causing hepatitis manifested through jaundice and will cause death of any fetuses in a pregnant dog. Doesn't that sound just totally harmless? Oh, I know, I know. Um, another, another one that is pretty common because on one of the, in one or two of the Facebook groups I'm on with, about dog health, I cannot believe that people just say, oh, give your dog Benadryl, it'll fix it. Well, let's talk about what Benadryl does. Uh, The side effects listed on drugs.com are headache, nausea, vomiting, twitching muscles, vertigo, anxiety, insomnia, anaphylactic shock, anemia, heart palpitations, and arrhythmia, which is a regular heartbeat, liver dysfunction. Good God. Back in 2007, the FDA advisory 
panel voted to ban the stuff for any children under the age of six, along with Tylenol and Motrin. Um, and I thought it was because of the side effects, but apparently um, they didn't list that. They listed that it was because it didn't that those things don't work. So I'm not sure. But the point is, if they're that dangerous, which, I mean, those are listed. Drugs.com do, does list those things as side effects. Um, then what does that do for our dogs? For God's sakes. If it does that to a child and to adults, what the heck is it going to do to our dogs over, over time? So, again, over-the-counter does not mean safe. But And I will tell you that I did keep Benadryl liquid in the cupboard uh, for quite a while, and that was simply because if one of my dogs had a horrible reaction, like to a bee or wasp sting, that uh, that I had to get them to emergency, that if, you know, like something when you have a reaction where the, clo- the throat closes up and can actually kill you really quick, um, then I kept it on hand to give it to them so that I could they would live to get to the emergency clinic. So luckily, it was never needed. They expired, and I threw them all out. I don't have any anymore, so I hope I don't have any problems. Although I do have homeopathic remedies now, so I'd probably be okay. Um, by the way, oh, by the way, if you've ever used Tylenol for your dog, which is acetaminophen, or yourself, consider uh, for humans, there are 56,000 emergency room visits and 458 human deaths every year for Tylenol. And that was courtesy of Dr. Mercola's website. Um, I think, I know there was more I said on the first one. Sorry, it's out of my head and gone somewhere else. But I just, I just want to, um, to, to remind you to always read the side effects if you choose to provide them for your dog or for yourself. And be sure to do liver, liver cleanse. Um, you know, cleanse the liver regularly to, to help get that stuff out so your dog's body's working better. Um, and interesting, as, as a last note, is um, as for, let's see, what was I going to, oh yeah, yearly human deaths caused by taking drugs as prescribed is over 100,000 people. 100,000 people die from following their doctor's orders. Now, they don't have the statistic for dogs because because they don't do autopsies on dogs, you know. And so it can happen and people have no idea that that's what happened. So that's a pretty sad thing. Um, anyway, but I think what's interesting about the human deaths of 100,000 a year, um, that that's 10 times more than those who die from illegal drugs. So something to think about. Something to think about. So, um, I think that's it, you guys. I think that's it. Um, I will start to work on the next part of the recipe for disease. And I'll do it properly so I don't have to do it twice. And I'll make sure that you have it tomorrow. Anyway, I really care about you guys. I hope you enjoy this. And you remember some of this stuff to take it with you and share with your friends. Alrighty, I'm out of here. Have a good one. Oops, there's something I need to remember to tell you every single time I do a podcast, and that is, I am not a veterinarian. I am not a medical professional, so I cannot give you medical advice, but I can sure give you some good advice. Okay, that's it. See you soon.